Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ken Fallon and welcome to another edition of Hacker Public Radio. Today's episode is going to be about choosing the correct AUG Forbis digital audio player. I have very specific requirements when it comes to selecting a digital audio player and they are as follows. First of all it needs to be solid state because I need to make sure it's rugged enough that if I drop it it's a hard disk isn't going to get crashed. I need to be able to take it outside in various different weathers. It needs to be able to take a bit of rain, cold, uh, heat, that sort of thing. It needs to be under a hundred euros or a hundred dollars or whatever. Largely because if it gets lost or broken, I don't want to be out any more money than that. And if it costs more than that, I would have the feeling that I need to be overly protective of the device. Ideally, something around. 70 euros, 75 euros would be sort of in the ballpark of what I'm looking for. But most importantly, I want to be able to use the player to play the Og Vorbis format. Now, I've already done the Hacker Public Radio on using socks to speed up the spoken word in podcasts so that they don't sound like chipmunks. And because of a bug, you can't produce MP3 and only output Og. But that's fine. It's fine because I always buy a player that supports the AUG format. Now, most of my MP3 collection is still in, in, indeed, most of my music collection is still in the MP3 format. See, we see how the whole MP3 thing is ingrained into our minds. We have MP3 players and we have an MP3 collection. Very, very sad. But we will fight this. Anyway, the, uh, my music collection is mostly encoded in the MP3 format and... Uh, as that's a lossful format, just like the Og Vorbis format is, I don't want to transcode from one to the other because the quality of my recordings would only decrease. But I now make a point that when I'm buying music, I buy it in the Og Vorbis format, I, and or I buy it in another format and then encode it in from the original into the Og format best format to buy is the FLAC format which is the free audio format that uh, will give you exactly what the artist released so you don't lose any data in the re-encoding. With mp3 and AUG some data is thrown away more than likely you probably won't ever hear the difference but it's important to know that it is thrown away. A few years ago I did a search for AUG player and I found at the time that the Samsung had a line of like candy bar, uh, well, gum, you know, spearmint gum type formats of an MP3 player. That again, I do it. It's not an MP3 player. It's a digital audio player that supports a dog. And I've purchased that. Since then, my wife has also got one, and she listens to her music, which is in a mixed mp3 or AUG format and it doesn't really matter because she's using the Samsung line which is the UP-U2 format uh, model. Now that works absolutely fine in Linux, you just plug it in and it comes up as a USB disk and you can copy files over and back, you can go to a Windows machine if you want or another machine and it all works very sweet. Now unfortunately her one died yesterday and I ordered one on ball.com which is a Dutch website and it um, arrived today. 
I, before I made my purchase, I, of course, went to wiki.xiph.org, which is a site that maintains a list of OG format, uh, OG compatible portable media players. And this was on the list. Now, it is not safe enough to assume that just because they play the OG format that your troubles are over there because you hit a thing called the MTP media transfer transfer protocol which is according to Wikipedia it is a protocol devised set of customer custom extensions to the picture transfer protocol whereas picture transfer protocol was designed for downloading photographs from digital cameras media transfer protocol supports the transfer of music files from digital audio players and movie files on portable media players that all sounds very nice and everybody's out to help us however when we move on to the next section we see that the media transfer protocol is part of the windows media framework and is thus closely related to windows media player windows vista has built-in support for MTP. Support for uh, XP requires Windows Media Player 10 or higher, and the Mac and Linux systems have software packages to support it. We'll just go to the uh, drawbacks section of Wikipedia, and it says, by by design, MPT devices are not treated like traditional removable drives. So that means you can't, if you plug them in, they don't come up as USB disks. The actual file system is implemented by the device, not by the computer's operating system. In theory, the OS may hide the differences, but this is unfortunately not the case in Windows, Mac OS, and also in Linux. This also means that conventional file system recovery tools will be of no use if the drive is corrupted or crashed. Now that's all very well, but what this means for us is that we lose a lot of the convenience. That means you just can't stick in a a drive into any computer and it'll work. Generally these things are formatted as as a FAT file system which is fairly universal, even though Microsoft owns a patent on that. But anyway, why would they implement this protocol? Why not just let you plug in a device and it comes up as um, you know the e drive on windows or it comes up as slash media slash you know uh, slash samsung or whatever under linux and the reason for that is support for digital rights management or digital restriction managements depending on which side of the fence you sit so essentially i don't want a media player that supports that however i ordered this player anyway and that is because I realized, following a post on the XIPH website, that there is a opportunity to put an internationalized version of the firmware on that device. So, the device arrived today. I did uh, LSUSB. See my Hacker Public Radio episode, which I haven't recorded yet, on the LPI certification. No, it's... It's not dead, it's just comatose. And that came up with the number 04E8507D as the identifier. And that gave me loads of posts about how to handle this under Linux. Now the traditional method on the Ubuntu form is to install GNOME AD2, G-N-O-M-A-D2. And what this does is it provides support to media player applications such as Rhythmbox and to um, things like uh, Amarok. 
so that you can um, support transfer of, of audio files. Now you need to edit your UDEV rules lines to put in uh, different calls for different things. However, that to me is a pain in the buttocks because I have quite a lot of machines that don't have these these applications on. I find these applications very heavy and I just want to be able to use my standard CP tools, put in my media device into my WRT54G and with the miracles of Bash Potter, I come down in the morning, it's charged and all my um, all my podcasts have been uh, have been transferred over and everything's happy. Now, in theory, you could say <coughs> that this player is for my wife and so the whole process of putting the files on there in the first place would be a one-off thing. However, that is not the point. We will not accept uh, we will not accept restrictions. Thank you very much. Anyway, so my my idea was, well, I'll get this device and I will try to put the other firmware, firmware on the device and make sure that it supports just USB mass storage drive. I followed the instructions on the forums and and which I'll have a link to in the show notes and also on my website kenfallon.com. It is a fairly it's fairly simple enough procedure. There is one thing that you need to be aware of and that is you need to follow the MTS mode drivers and not the MTP drivers. So carrying on that if I did wasn't able to do the firmware on update on this, I was going to return the device with uh, with a note to Samsung saying and ball.com saying thank you very much but no thanks. So suffice to say the firmware update worked because this is being recorded on my wife's Samsung YP u3 as we speak so uh, happy ending to this tale word of warning word of caution is when you're buying a, a digital audio player and you want to support aug go to that website wiki.xiph.org look for your device there and make sure that you don't not only does this play aug but that you have the ability to have it come up as a usb mass storage drive that, my friends, has been another Hacker Public Radio. And if you're sick of listening to my voice, remember there's one guaranteed way to get to make sure that it won't appear as often, and that is to you yourself record a podcast and send it in to hackerpublicradio.org, the admin at hackerpublicradio.org, or get your friends to record a segment and have them send it in to admin at hackerpublicradio.org. And with that, I will wish you a very, very good day. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.